section number six of the national geographic magazine volume nine july eighteen ninety eight this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. The Geologic Atlas of the United States In the course of his study of the elements of greatness of nations, Buckle concluded that there are three normal stages in national development. The stage of agriculture, followed first by the stage of manufacture, and eventually by the stage of foreign commerce buckle's conclusions were based on the study of nations confined by territorial limits and so situated as to derive support through commerce with other nations of different resources and generally inferior intelligence and industry since buckle's time the population of the world has increased and spread far beyond his realization and new factors have been introduced in the problems of statecraft this is particularly true of the first republic of america which controls a vast territory and possesses within itself nearly every necessary resource by reason of the new conditions the actual history of this republic has become a great object lesson in statecraft, and the experience of the nation, built as it were on a new foundation, has wrought out conclusions of even weightier significance than those of Buckle. One of these conclusions is that the nation desiring to progress well in the race for success must have within itself the territory requisite for agriculture the resources for manufacture and the facilities for extended commerce all growing up together and all fostered by a single people united in interest and purpose another conclusion wrought out by national history is related to those formulated by buckle it is that national progress is assured by increase in intelligent activity on the part of masses and leaders alike with the normal increase of population and of national intelligence the economic problems and the means of meeting them gradually change intensive agriculture makes two blades of grass grow where one grew before and converts coarse vegetal tissue into richer animal food wholesale manufacture diversifies industries and abundant commerce at once differentiates the individuals and welds their interests into perfect solidarity as agriculture grows intensive through more intelligent cultivation so all industries are made intensive by pressure of need and reaction of intelligence 
and current thought adjusts itself to constantly changing conditions a significant expression of the national growth of the united states is found in the development of geographic problems and results in earlier decades the geographic work was exploratory and bent toward the discovery and conquest of unknown or little-known territory as time passed more and more attention was given to the resources of the newly discovered valleys and plains mountains and forests and now that the exploration of our territory is complete the efforts of the pioneers are devoted to discovery of new resources this change in purpose albeit gradual cannot be too strongly impressed the earlier work was a real and largely limited to the surveys of the land the present work has a vertical element reaching toward the resources of the rocks below and the powers of the air and vapor above the earlier studies related to materials the present investigations relate to natural powers and potentialities in brief the one sought to subjugate matter the other seeks to make conquest of force various instrumentalities of national character have contributed toward this transformation in beneficent activity but none have contributed more especially during the last dozen years than the u s geological survey during the earlier years of its existence the geological survey devoted chief attention to topographic surveying and mapping the maps being designed for subsequent use by the geologist and the bureau came to be known favorably throughout the country and the world by reason of the extent and excellence of the topographic maps during this period a corps of geologists were employed in researches designed partly for the development of a system of classification adapted to the subsequent geologic mapping the two branches of the work were judiciously coordinated by director powell so that when the topographic surveys were sufficiently advanced in different districts the geologists were provided with adequate classific systems and were able to proceed at once to effective geologic work and this coordination has been continued by director walcott with the normal increase in production of geologic maps the plan of publication adopted by the survey marks an epoch in the history of practical scientific work for it is designed to bring the results of the most advanced scientific research within the reach of every citizen of the nation and within the mental grasp of every graduate from the public schools of america the plan represents more fully than any hitherto devised in any country the idea of distributing broadcast among the people 
the rich boon of scientific knowledge only a generation ago several of the world's intellectual leaders occupied themselves most laudably in teaching the beneficence of science and its freedom from mystery today the teaching has become an object lesson through the geologic atlas of the united states an example it may not be invidious to say the finest example to date of the atlas folios issued by the survey is the pueblo folio by g k gilbert footnote department of the interior united states geological survey charles d walcott director geologic atlas of the united states pueblo folio colorado index map list of sheets etc washington dc engraved and printed by the u s geological survey bailey white editor of geologic maps s j kubel chief engraver eighteen ninety seven and footnote like the rest of the series it is a thin folio twenty one and three quarters by eighteen and a half inches bound in a moderately stiff manila paper the first cover page bears an index map showing the position of the area represented and also of other published folios with respect to considerable adjacent territory while the second and third cover pages contain an elementary explanation setting forth in simple language the principles and methods of topographic mapping and the classification and conventions used in the geologic mapping this text is general equally applicable to all atlas folios and signed by the director like most of the other examples the folio proper comprises one a preliminary descriptive text followed by two a topographic atlas sheet representing the quadrangle or track to which the folio is devoted three a geologic map of the same tract four an economic map of the tract showing the distribution and indicating the value of the important resources five a sheet of sections exhibiting the structure of the tract and six special supplementary illustrations in this instance the special illustrations comprise a a lithographic reproduction of a model showing the deformation of the track during a particular epoch b a map showing the distribution and depth of phreatic water within reach of artesian and pumping wells c a series of columnar sections showing in detail the structure and thickness of the beds and d illustrations of typical fossils and rock structures like other folios of the series of which this is number thirty six 
the work is distributed to certain libraries and other depositories and is sold on application to the director of the survey for 50 cents the description of the pueblo quadrangle forming the authorial text of this folio is especially noteworthy as representing the work of one of the foremost geologists of the world in a peculiarly instructive geologic province it begins with an introduction in which the terminology is explained this is followed by a summary account of the geography including climate and vegetation agriculture etc next follows an account of the general geology including a history of physical changes set forth verbally and geographically in this division of the work the characteristics of the formations are described the sources of materials are considered the subsequent alterations recorded in texture and structure are investigated and the great orogenic and epirogenic movements that produced the majestic rocky mountains and especially the broad plains at their base are interpreted i e the phenomena are treated both locally and comparatively and in remarkably luminous and attractive fashion the formations range from recent alluvium through earlier pleistocene neocene cretaceous juratrian carboniferous and silurian to the archaean nucleus exposed in the ranges and there were several periods of deformation the movements of which have been analyzed and clearly set forth in describing the formations and discussing the deformations full recognition is given to the principles of geomorphy and to homogenic correlation and the history of the tract is thereby made clear and definite there is a final chapter on economic geology in which the resources including phreatic water are fully described this synopsis merely indicates the scope of a notable publication it does not and cannot give any adequate idea of the high scientific and educational value of a great work which can be properly appreciated only after examination it is not too much to say that this atlas folio by itself would in the hands of a competent teacher serve as a complete introduction to geology by means of which any pupil might gain an elementary knowledge of the science or that in the hands of a competent teacher or indeed of an intelligent student without a teacher within the track described the work would be more serviceable than any manual or textbook of geology ever written the publication of these atlas folios representing particular tracts in all parts of the country is bound to revolutionize geologic teaching quickly completely and permanently w j m
at the annual meeting of the royal geographical society held recently in london the founder's medal of the society was conferred on doctors finn hedden for his explorations in central asia and the patron's medal on lieutenant robert e peary u s n for his work in greenland end of section six recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c